With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. Running in the rain. Well. Come in the beginning of another week of the Ben Mather Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we break with tradition coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the flight deck soaring 
on the red eye all night long. The Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location in the North Woods. And so we begin anew, and we begin anew with the NFL. A lot of activity, including all the way up to the Sunday night game. And our lead, coming from a matchup of under 500 NFL franchises, Sunday night, primetime, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, staying out of the rain. It was a rainy night in Santa Clara. And the 49ers hosting the Colts. Now, when they made the schedule, the anticipation was this was going to be a game that mattered. It was not a game that mattered. But it did catch my attention. I watched it, and I wanted to discuss Some of the things, if you didn't see it, and maybe you missed it, Carson Wentz ended up hitting a 28-yard touchdown pass play to Michael Pittman Jr., former USC Trojan, for the final body blow for the Colts as they come back from an early deficit. They were down 9-0, and they rally back on a rain-soaked kind of a night. 30-18, Indy gets the win. And instead of going conservative, which is what Frank Reich did back in Baltimore, uh, the Colts coach changing his mind uh, this time. He, he did that against the Ravens. Uh, that they went for the field goal, ended up losing that game. So instead he went for it. And Michael Pittman, with a big night, he had four catches for 105 yards and a touchdown. But the key to this, the key to Indianapolis' night was the pass interference penalties by the 49ers in the secondary as Carson Wentz was able to get multiple key, two massive pass interference penalties that set the Colts up for gimme touchdowns. And Indianapolis, with that win, they're still under 500 at 3-4. and four. They overcome the nine-point deficit, so they were 0-3. They've now won three of their last four and starting to gain some traction among NFL media, saying the Colts have arrived. The Colts have arrived. More on that in a minute. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Taylor made. He had 107 yards. He should have run the ball more. I'm surprised both these teams, the Niners and the Colts, you'd say if there was ever a night to go away from throwing the football and run the ball, this would be the night with the rain coming down. But neither team ran all that much. You're not going to get a 30-carry game. Jonathan Taylor... 18 carries for 107 yards, and so uh, that's it. The better story, though, is in the losing locker room where Kyle Shanahan, he's the head coach for now in the Bay Area there. He's being called out. Jimmy Garoppolo, people pointing fingers at Garoppolo. He returned as the starter, and the Niners now have lost four consecutive games. They have not won a game in their own stadium, their home stadium, in more than a year. How does that happen? All right, so let us discuss the question. How much blame does Kyle Shanahan get to play the blame game for the 49ers' failure? So I've got cosmic accident, diaper, and cream puffs. And we will tie all of these things together. Now, A, Kyle Shanahan, the buck stops with him. His days have to be numbered. I don't care about how many years he's got left on the contract and how they love Shanahan, the front office, and all that ownership, blah, 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 blah. It should be, right? Kyle Shanahan should be on the hot seat, barring some kind of unexpected dramatic turnaround. And he's, he's worked alongside John Lynch to build the roster. Those guys have been together for a while. This is the fifth year for Kyle Shanahan coaching the 49ers. 
year number five, and this team is not only an NFL team, they suck, okay? They blow, and that is a direct reflection of the coaching staff. It's in the front office also. It's completely understandable that there are 49er fans calling for Kyle Shanahan uh, to swim with the fishes, uh, to leave, to go away, Uh, because if you look in the mirror, Shanahan, his one loss record as head coach with the 49ers, people had compared him to some other mediocre coaches. I saw somebody pointed out that Jim Mora, the son of the older Jim Mora, the Jim Mora, I don't think it's actually junior, it's just Jim Mora, the younger version. Uh, Kyle Shanahan has a worse record than Jim Mora did coaching the Falcons and the Seahawks. But now with this loss, Kyle Shanahan, 31-39 and as coach, in the Bay Area there, that's a 443 winning percentage. But remember that one magical season where the Niners got to the Super Bowl, they were in position to beat Kansas City, and then Richard Sherman got torched. But that 13-3 and season back in 2019 that resulted in an NFC championship and the loss in the Super Bowl, the further we get away from that, when you look at what happened before it and what happened after it, that season was a cosmic accident for the Niners. And if you play the let's take that away game, if you take that season away from the Niners, Kyle Shanahan in all the other years, including this year, is 18-36 and 36 as coach of the Niners. That's a 333 winning percentage, which is half the sign of the devil. Uh, and uh, how do you go a calendar year, though, again, without winning a game at home? And that's where the Niners are. Now, Part B of this, so San Francisco slash Santa Clara could have, should have traded Jimmy Garoppolo. The Patriots, for example, would have taken him. Before the draft, the Patriots would have absolutely made a trade. They would have, they would have not traded their first-round pick, but they would have drafted some defensive player or somebody else other than Mac Jones, a quarterback. But the Niners said, no, we don't want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. We want to keep this guy. And they could have gotten a decent return on investment. Instead, they, they firmed a tighter grip, grabbing hold of Jimmy G. And he has been the same old, as advertised, damaged goods. In this particular game, Garoppolo was a dirty diaper. Uh, you'd think, common sense would say, a guy from Illinois who played in New England would not be spooked by bad weather, some rain. And yet, there we are. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he's on a slip and slide uh, all night long. Garoppolo, 181 yards passing. He lost a fumble through two interceptions and really was, was terrible at moving the ball down the field, pushing the ball down the field. And he came back. He had missed one game with a calf injury. But the generosity, sharing is caring. Right? The Colts uh, also, they turned the ball over uh, a bunch as well. But 49ers, their turnovers, the Garoppolo interceptions and the fumble, the Colts turned those gifts into two touchdowns. The 49ers secondary, horrific, worse than advertised. Now, they were thin to start with, and I know they've gone to the reinforcements there and another rude awakening there. Cotton candy would have offered more resistance uh, than some of those Niner defensive backs uh, in this game, the, the Niners had seven penalties for 122 yards. The egregious penalties, the pass interference penalties, which were clear and obvious. You can't even really debate them. You tackle the receiver in the end zone or near the end zone, you're going to get called for pass interference 100% of the time. 
and that helped push the Colts across the finish line. So the Niners are now 2-4. and four. Their only wins are against the Lions and the Eagles, teams that have a combined 2-12 and 12 record. Now the good news is that Santa Clara, they play the Bears upcoming. And the Bears, even though the Bears are 3-4, and four, they're actually worse than that. And Jacksonville's also down the line for the Niners, and they're terrible at 1-5. and five. All right, last word. So let's go back to the Colts. We've already dissected the 49ers, but the Colts, who have worked their way back in, they've shimmied their way back into playoff contention. And that's all it takes. You could be a game under 500. we We're still at the point in the season where if you're a game under 500, the way it works out, you're still a playoff contender in the AFC. Am I impressed? With Indianapolis, uh, no. I'm shaking my head, no. The cream puffs, while they are tasty and delicious, you don't gain any style points. And really what's happened here for Frank Reich's team is fortuitous scheduling. They have won three of four against the Dolphins, Texans, and 49ers. Those three teams have played 20 games and have a combined 4-16 and 16 record. Had Indianapolis held on against Baltimore, then we would have some. But they didn't. And they gagged that game away. Had a big lead, gave it all back in the second half. Now, I will give the horseshoes this. If Indy goes out and beats the Titans this weekend, then we can reevaluate things. Those teams already played back in week three. And Indy, uh, I think it was week three, they got smashed in Nashville. And Carson Wentz, I know Chris Collinsworth was buttering his biscuits. And Al Michaels said that Carson Wentz was back to being the guy that he had been in Philadelphia. The good version of Carson Wentz, not the thief in the night at the end of his time with the Eagles. But I look at Carson Wentz, and I still see a guy that's got a lot of... Uh, he, he threw one of the worst interceptions that I, you can possibly... He just handed the ball. He tossed the ball to the Niner linebacker. An amazingly bonehead play, so bonehead that the broadcasters were trying to justify it, saying that he was, he was doing something he wasn't. He just handed the ball to the Niners. Uh, but Carson Wentz, I still look at this guy as a pedestrian quarterback. He's now had four straight games, though, with two touchdowns and no interceptions. That, that looked like an interception. They call it a fumble when he just handed the ball to the 49er linebacker, uh, the Yards per attempt, which had been up for Carson Wentz in recent games, was back down to below average numbers. Well, what about the weather? What about the weather? We can play whataboutism all night long. The always whataboutism, which is a fun game to play. Something I, I do a lot. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we begin a new week of programming here at Fox Sports Radio. We will take your phone calls. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox is the number, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller, if you want to join us that way. And here is Kyle Shanahan, the man of the hour here, as he is under siege as coach of the Niners. You'll hear the question and the answer. You're getting some scrutiny here. Do you think you deserve it? Yeah, you lose four, four games in the row. I'm the head coach of this team. Um, I expect it, and I deserve it. Okay. And you're getting it. And we're giving it to you on the radio. That's what we're doing. All right, here's more from Kyle Shanahan on this wretched football over the last four games. 
I'm pretty down on there right now. I mean, losing four games in a row, you know, it's been a month, um, and that's tough. I told the guys they got to be tough-minded. Um, they got to stick together. I think we got guys with high character in there. I think we got a good enough good, good enough football players, and we got to handle whatever we're going to get, and we got to come back and play better next week for Chicago. Yeah. All that sounds good. All that sounds fine, but the results are not there. Terrible. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game of the day, not quite, not by a country mile. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we skate on thin ice, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and mighty powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the mouth, the big mouth of the radio dial, the Fox Sports Radio Studios at a secret location in the North Woods. So our lead this hour coming from Nashville. It was the most anticipated matchup of the day. It was supposed to be the game of the day in Music City. The Chiefs traveling roadshow visiting the Titans. Did you watch? Well, perhaps you watched part of it and didn't watch the whole thing, or you watched none of it. Either way, we'll tell you what happened. Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans came out and scored on all five of their first half possessions. They had a 27 nothing lead at halftime. And turn out the lights. The party's over for the Chiefs as the Titans would go on to a 27-3 thumping of Kansas City. Tennessee did not score a point in the second half, and they won in a rout. They did not have a 100-yard running performance by Derrick Henry, and they they won going away. Now, the better story here is in the losing locker room as the Chiefs have been taking shots week after week, it seems here, and they can't get out of their own way. Before the season, there was legitimate optimism that this Kansas City team was going to go 17-0. and And now they might not even win nine games and finish with a winning record. The way they're going, they're back under 500. So let us discuss the question. What the heck is going on with Patrick Mahomes and the three and four Chiefs? So my observations. You've got medically induced captain's speech, and footpath. And we'll put all of these things together. We'll lock them together like Legos is what we're going to do. Now, number one. one. So right off the top, we start with Andy Reid. This is an underachieving football team. And Andy Reid as the head coach who's been around forever. He's a Hall of Fame coach, blah, 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 blah. This is not his greatest piece of art. It is not, right? This was an, an opportunity for this football team to show that they were headed the right direction. They had beaten the Washington 
team to be named later the week prior, and they had an opportunity to flip the script against the Titans. All right, this is a key game, Tennessee, the talk of the NFL after what they had done last week against Buffalo, and the report card on the Chiefs for this key matchup in the AFC, they get an F minus on the Maller report card. F minus. Talk about going through the motions at the beginning of the game and never getting into it. Down 27 to nothing. Allowing Tennessee to matriculate the ball down the field at will. At halftime, it wasn't for a there was a pass play before halftime. Kansas City completed that. They would have had more penalty yards than actually yards gained in the first half. As it was at halftime, the Titans had 277 yards of offense, and the Chiefs had just 67. 19 first downs at halftime to five for Kansas City. How does that happen? How does that happen? It's not like this was not an important game. It wasn't like this was a you know, a throwaway game against a second-rate opponent. The Chiefs looked like they were locked in some kind of medically-induced coma the first half of the game, and as it turned out, the entire game, because the game was over at halftime. And, yeah, Patrick Mahomes got knocked around, and he was he was dancing around like a baby, baby goat or baby giraffe trying to learn how to walk. But regardless of that, in general, the way you would describe the Chiefs' effort here is unbecoming unbecoming of a team that is a regular in the Super Bowl. It was gutless. And as many points as turnovers, the Chiefs, oops, they did it again. As many turnovers as points in this particular game. Now, secondly, as far as how much Andy Reid gets the blame for the Chiefs' struggles, it's not just Andy Reid. It's the entire coaching staff. This is a poorly coached football team. They have all the telltale signs of a poorly coached football team. Now, why is that? This, this is a staff that has some cachet to it, some names. And Andy Reid gets the largest piece of the, of the blame pie because he's the head coach, and everything goes through, everything funnels through Andy Reid, for better or worse, but a medley of mistakes that has continued all season. And they know they suck. They talk about how much they suck in Kansas City and how they have to stop turning the ball over, and they, they talk a good game. They just don't walk the walk. And all the telltale signs of a poorly coached team, and it's the assistants, Eric Bieniemy. How does that guy get a head coaching job after this performance as the offensive coordinator? Defensive coordinator Steve Spagnola, what's going on with him? They can both wear the shame bell for this Chiefs team. Now, we're talking about from the coaching staff on down to the locker room. This is that speech, the cool hand Luke captain speech. What we've got here is a failure to communicate between the coaching staff and the roster. Self-inflicted wounds. It is a perfect mix. If you look at the, the resume, you've got blunders, miscues, missteps, slip-ups, you name it. Nine penalties for 77 yards. The Chiefs had three fumbles. They lost two of them and an interception. And ultimately... The players are the ones that are screwing up, but the coaching staff's job is to get them to stop screwing up. And they have been unable to get through the thick skulls of these Chiefs players there, and they're certainly not on the same page. They're not reading the same words in the playbook, unless this is by design, and the Chiefs are, the coaching staff's like, all right, listen, let's uh, screw around, we'll play grab ass, and we'll fall behind, and then we'll try to work our way out of the deficit. 
All right, final point. So are the Chiefs a playoff team? Now, obviously at this point, they're not a playoff team. If you look at the overall NFL standings, uh, you are what your record says you are. We are now 41% into the NFL season. Week 7 has come and gone for everybody outside of Seattle and New Orleans. At this moment, 7 out of 17 games are in the books. The Chiefs are a losing football team. They are 3-4. and four. Now, that said, if you gave me some money, some funny money, I continue to bet on Kansas City. I continue to think that this Chiefs, gonna, this Chiefs team is going to make the playoffs, uh, but time is starting to become a factor here because you, you have a losing record and you keep piling on the losses, and eventually you get to the point where you cannot overcome that. Now, fortunately, the bottom part of the AFC is still pretty, pretty mediocre. Right. In fact, to prove that, the last team in the AFC playoffs right now is Cleveland. The Browns are 4-3. and three. They would be the seventh seed in the AFC playoffs should the season end right now. Uh, and if that ended right now, the NFL would lose a lot of money. Now, that's it. Again, I'm still going to bet on Kansas City figuring this thing out, that they will make the proper adjustments, the proper tweaks and whatnot. There is a footpath to salvation for Kansas City this year. And it's pretty simple in theory, right? Just don't turn the ball over. Don't have all the penalties. Scrub a dub dub. Clean your own house. Acid wash all the mistakes. Now, the Chiefs still have five games uh, that you look at on the schedule. You're like, wee! You're like, those, the way they're playing, they're going to lose those games. At least five games on the schedule. Maybe I'm being generous in saying there's actually. Uh, less than there are. But outside the divisional opponents, the Chiefs still have to play Green Bay, Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. And who would have thought that Cincinnati would be where they are right now? But those are the outside AFC West games. So Green Bay, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Dallas. You figure Pittsburgh that sh- should win that game because the Steelers are offensively challenged. But Green Bay, Cincinnati, and uh, Dallas, I'm still not all in on the Cowboys, but they will score points with anyone. And you have the bulk of the AFC West gauntlet still to come. So one thing I can guarantee, well, I do believe the Chiefs will make the playoffs. We can forget about them having home field advantage. The damage has been done. They've taken too many body blows at this point. So forget about them having a home field advantage situation in the playoffs. It's... At this point, just trying to get in as a wild card team after seven weeks of the season. For the Titans, on the other side, while this was a big day, this was actually a bigger win for them than the one against Buffalo. Right? And, and, and people say, ah, you're crazy. You're, you know. No, because that came out of nowhere. The game against Buffalo, the way they came back in the second half of that game and dominated the Bills in the second half, that was a, a surprising performance. But now that you're on the radar and the Titans were getting a lot of love, a lot of rat poison from the media in the NFL saying how great they looked against Buffalo, and they did look good in that game. So I expected a regression to the mean. They'd start smelling themselves a little bit. That didn't happen here. So this was a bigger statement game for the Titans. The fact that they won a game against an AFC opponent that's been the team in the AFC in recent years, and Derrick Henry does not go bonkers and bonkers. He didn't get 100 yards. The Titans, they don't score in the second half, and and yet they win the game in a rout. 
I mean, the Titans, they were able to generate pressure with their defense without even blitzing, which is a great slap in the face to the offensive line in Kansas City, the regenerated offensive line, the new-look offensive line. A lot of changes made. That was a point of contention because of what happened in the Super Bowl when the the, the defense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was able to, to drive Patrick Mahomes nuts. So they went out, they changed the offensive line. And in this game, I mean, think about the Titans. They... They blitzed hardly at all. They One time on 39 dropbacks did the Tennessee Titans blitz Patrick Mahomes. One out of 39. But yet, the Titans had four sacks on the afternoon. They held Mahomes when he was under pressure seven times, two of seven passing for 12 yards under pressure. So, I mean, that's a, that's a good day for the Tennessee Titans. That's a better, impressive performance by Tennessee to beat Kansas City the way they did after the Buffalo game than it was against Buffalo. And for Kansas City, my God, horrific. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. As we press on, let's hear from some of the key figures in this. We'll start with Andy Reid, the longtime NFL head coach who points out that the Chiefs they have a lot of work to do everywhere. We really need to get both sides playing playing well. And, uh, and so we're going to go back and look at it again. We've got to eliminate the turnovers and the penalties. And, again, these are things that we haven't haven't been common to. So I'm seeing things that I hadn't seen before, and we just got to fix it. Oh, my God, we're seeing things we haven't seen before. The words of Andy Reid. It's getting worse. That's a sign that it's getting worse. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. All right, here's more. Here's Patrick Mahomes, uh, who, unlike his brother, uh, he actually plays in these games. Uh, And anyway, here's Mahomes uh, ranting and raving about the obvious Komodo dragon in the room. You're embarrassed. I mean, you just got got spanked pretty good. We were coming in here trying to build off momentum of the week before, and we didn't do that. So, I mean, it's just trying to find a way to get better for next week because you got to continue to get better and better in this league if you want to get to where you want to be at. Didn't Mahomes say how great it was that the Chiefs were losing and they loved the fact that they were going to be able to overcome adversity and all that, remember? Yeah. All right, uh, here's more from uh, Patrick Mahomes, and he says, listen, this is not that out of the ordinary, what's going on for the Chiefs right now. You never go into a game expecting to lose, but lose bad. Definitely you get shocked because you didn't play the way you wanted to. We have enough leaders in this team. We have to find a way. I mean, I don't know what that's going to take yet. We'll go in. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. We'll watch the film. But I trust that we'll find it. That's what's part of leadership. That's what part of great teams are is being able to battle through adversity. And we've, it's been uh, kind of rainbows and flowers and awesome for these last few years. But uh, whenever you want to build something substantial and you want to build something great, it, you're going to go through parts like this. Sounds good. It's by the book. It's boilerplate. It's what you're supposed to say. And yet, he's been saying this for weeks. Similar comments, Mahomes. And the same thing keeps happening more times than not. And again, I'm still saying the Chiefs will make the playoffs. But enough of the talk. Walk the walk. All right, here's one more from Patrick Mahomes. And he says, listen, there's only one thing that he would really like to have accomplished. At the end of the day, I want to win. I mean, that's that's at the end of the day. I, I want to win, so I try to do whatever I can to win. But at the, you have to believe in the guys around you. You have to know that you can go the long way. You can take the short pass, and guys will make guys miss. You can hang in the pocket and make the throws. But at the end of the day, I I just want to win, and whatever that takes, I'm gonna to try to do. And see, the problem is at the end of the day. What about the start of the day? Because the Chiefs are losing at the start of these games. So maybe at the start of the day, we should try to win, not at the end of the day. 
And we just change the cliche up and go, we'll go to the start of the day, not the end of the day. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that button right there. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's bring in the Koopa Loop, Justin Cooper. Ben, the outlook for Baker Mayfield's season, it's it's not looking good. He's got like the torn labrum and broken this and dislocated that. And now we're wondering, you know, we were talking like, when is he going to get his, uh, his, his big contract extension? Now do you think he gets it at all? Well, should he get the contract extension? No, no. Will he get the contract extension? I say yes. I would not give it to him, but these NFL teams, every time I say don't give the contract, don't, they always give the contract. 100% of the time, they give out the contract. So if I'm, if I'm running the Browns, I don't give Baker Mayfield the contract. Will the Cleveland front office pay Baker Mayfield? Yes. They already picked up Mayfield's fifth-year option. They, that puts him under contract through next season. So he's under contract through 2022. That means, healthy or not, Mayfield's going to be getting almost $19 million Next season. Secondly, when you when you push around these these executives, they cave. Right, the Browns will cave as well. There'll be public pressure, paralysis of analysis, and they'll say, "Oh, the Browns have had so many bad quarterbacks over the year." The bar is extremely low in Cleveland. The fan base is pathetic when it comes to quarterbacks. They actually think Baker Mayfield's a big-time quarterback. He has not been a big-time quarterback in the NFL. But the smart move would be to not break the bank. That that you pay the guy a sec. He's a second-tier quarterback. You pay Baker like a second-tier quarterback. But Mayfield, he does all the commercials at home with Baker Mayfield and all that. So he'll he'll get his money. He's going to get paid. I wouldn't pay him. He's a mid-level quarterback at best, but he will get his money. Next. So I know the answer to this question kind of depends on what's going to happen later tonight, but you know we're, we're kind of in the prediction business here. So it was reported uh, that Russell Wilson is projected to come back at the, the early end of his estimate, so that would be uh, as soon as he's eligible after the Seahawks' bye week, uh, week 10 against the Packers. Ben, do you think it'll be too late for the Seahawks by then? No, I don't. I mean, th- there's an extra week of the season, which means there is a path to navigate for the Seahawks it would certainly help if they win the game tonight at home, and I do expect them to at least cover the spread in that game, maybe not win the game outright against the Saints, but a winnable game with Jacksonville on Halloween. So even if they lose the game Monday night, they've got Jacksonville on Halloween. The math is there. The problem is you don't have a margin for error. you got to get to at least 10-7 and 7 
to sneak in in one of the wild card spots. And it's a little more complicated in the NFC West because Arizona's uh, playing above their means. They're not actually that good. They expect a regression by Arizona in the second half. And uh, also the, the Rams, who I think will even get better, they're, they're actually underachieving the Rams compared to where they could be. So, But if you look in that division, you're the third team, but you've got to be the, the other wild card. It's a tough road to hoe. At least this means Russell Wilson will only get a few more weeks, right, to, to put on that show. Remember what he did last? Was it last week, the Sunday night game against Pittsburgh, where he, he danced around and put on the whole show, went through the whole pregame routine and all that, laid it on thick? And the dumb fans were impressed because he's shadow boxing the opponent, which was rather, rather pathetic. Uh, but there is a path to make the playoffs. Next, it was reported this weekend that LSU and USC are both said to be targeting the same guy. That's James Franklin as their next head coach. Ben, who do you think has the better chance of landing him? Uh, none of the above, right? None of the above. Penn State just lost to uh, two and five Illinois, if I'm not mistaken. There in nine overtimes. That loss should eliminate James Franklin from leaving the Nittany Lions to SC or LSU. He didn't have his team ready. That's back-to-back losses. But you stubbed your toe against that old Wisconsin-Arkansas coach, Brett Bielma. That's an embarrassing performance. How about the fact that game went nine overtimes on Saturday? But James Franklin is an underwhelming name for SC. He's an underwhelming name for LSU. He's still living off what he did at Vanderbilt, getting them into bowl position back in the day in Nashville. And that's not what they're looking for at SC. That's not what they're looking for in Baton Rouge. They expect whoever they hire is going to put them on par with Alabama and what Ohio State has been and those type of elite teams in college football. They're just looking for bowl games and all that. So James Franklin, good luck. Uh, good luck on that. Penn State, last two years, 9-7. and 9-7 and seven the last two years. I say he does not end up at SC or at LSU. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, I have to fail you. Well, you don't have to fail. I do. I get your extended time. I have to fail you for continued denial of the Arizona Cardinals. You blew it! Well, I'm accurate. They were down in, early in that game 5-3, to three, I believe, Wrong. was the score of that game. Uh, Kyler Murray took a safety. How embarrassing was that? <laughs> what was, the, what the, was the final exactly. score? I don't remember what the final score was. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, you. Away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line back again on the Ben Maller Show, a weekly staple giving you the wisdom, the knowledge of the Maller militia, those that have the gumption to call up and give you insight we take we take we take we take we take from the world of sports this is our opportunity to give back with profound insightful commentary sage advice from the Maller militia now i was going to do the kansas city chiefs in this but i realized that this thing's going to be hijacked by the dodger haters 
So I will allow you to give advice to Dave Roberts, who loves bullpen games. And uh, I think, what a great ending to your Dodger career for Max Scherzer to really show some guts and go out there and pitch in game six. He, I thought he looked good, Roberto, uh, Max Scherzer. I liked him in that spot. I really game did. Six. It was great. Really uh, overcoming the uh, you know, the arm and going out there, giving everything he can and leaving well, it on the Well, he's a free field. agent, so, you know, he's got to get paid. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. Good riddance. Uh, anyway, let's do it here. It's the instant advice line for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. 877-99 on Fox. We'll take him. You can have him in Anaheim. There you go. Well, he doesn't have to worry about having a dead arm in the playoffs. The Angels don't make the playoffs, so he'll be all right. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, impartial and objective as we are on the instant advice line. Did I say this is all made possible by Discover Card? Have I said that? No, yes. you didn't actually. Right, I've not said that. We believe a better tomorrow is possible for everyone. Discover something brighter. Let's start out with you on line one. It's the Insta Advice line for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. Hello, line one. Hi, Ben. How are you? Uh, thank you for that. Line two, I'm fine. Line two, you're next. Hello, line two. I would tell Dave that Brian Finley's imaginary girlfriend can't wrestle, but you see her box. Yes, I did not see that one coming. Did oh, not he's see back. That. Yeah, that guy's back. Happy birthday, Roberto. Anyway, uh, let's go to the random line right now. Random line, you're on the air. Go. Uh, <laughs> Cowboy lost his way a little bit. Uh, oh, no. All right, line. Let's go to line three. Hello, line three. Find a nine-year-old girl. Oh, Angry Bill. Look at that. Angry Bill making a rare appearance. Hello, line four is next. It's the instant advice line for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. Hello, line four. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Coach O. Coach Maggots. Thank you. Thank you, Coach O. Line, let's go to line five. Line five, you are next. Hello, line five. They need a re-sign. Yassiel. He's available. He's in the Mexican League, I think. He's available. You can get him out. Line six. Hello, line six. Line six not paying attention, and we'll move on. 877-99 on Fox. You're live on the air. When you hear my voice, I, for some reason, left a little extra time for the instant advice line. 877-996-6369. Let's go back to line one. We're giving advice to Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. Wisdom. Of the masses here, this is very important, what we're doing right I now. I liked him in that spot. I really did. Use sound judgment. The Dodgers, an overwhelming favorite to win the National League pennant, lost to a team that was at least 20 games worse than them during you the regular season, the Atlanta Braves. And if I see one more bullpen game, you know it would be funny if in spring training the Dodgers actually have the starters going to the seventh or eighth inning in, the, in spring training? Because in the, it's so stupid. These are spring training type performances. Anyway, line one. Hello, line one. Number one. The Dodgers should have been like Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning is the best ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that the original guy? It sounded like it was. But no, it didn't go as high. The, the pitch was not as right, high. It sounded right, similar exactly. to the original guy. Line two. Hello, line two. Line two is not there. We'll go to line three. It's the instant advice line. The safety net is off. These are unscreened phone calls. Enlightened. Okay, I didn't hear that. It was Robin. Yeah, Vegas. thank uh, you. Line five. Let's go to line five. Enlightened young grasshopper. Line five. Hello. 
Enjoy that Glow Light Championship. <laughs> oh, there's Chris in Houston right there. Bang, bang! Fastball. Look at that. Let's go to the random line one more time. Hello, random line. All right, random line is not there. What's going on with the random line? Line one is next. Hello, line one. Yes, you are. Absolutely, Fudgy. You're the greatest of all time. All right. Line number two. Hello, line two. It's the Insta Advice line. My girlfriend can't wrestle, but you see her box. All right. Line never gets old. The more we hear it, it just gets better and better. Line number three. Hello, line three. Yeah, they need to thank Jesus, Salvation Army, Basilis, St. Mary's, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Tammy, Montana. Go Vikings! Yeah, Thank you, Jesus! Where have you gone, Hollering James? We hope James is okay. We've not heard from Hollering James. We've not had him snoring on our phones in some time. Let's go to you on line five. Hello, line five. FL Tuve. FL Tuve. FL Tuve. Line six. Hello, line six. Very unpredictable, the instant advice line. Hello, line six. Line six is not there. Circle back around to line one. Hello, line one. East advice line for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. They lost over the weekend. Hello. The whole team should have been in the emergency hospital. Yeah. Well, I think they all had a team meeting at the hospital. I right, will do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. It's the final call on the instant advice line for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. Koopa Loop. Line five. Line five. You're on the air, line five. Kawhi Leonard has sold as many albums as the Clippers have win. Zero. Clippers suck. Woo. All right, that's off topic. That's off topic. That's a failure by Charlie. You're banned from the show, Charlie. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.